Hello and welcome to In Your House Sports with Jay and Jay. Hello from Calgary. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to In the House Sports with Jay and Jay. It is episode number forty today on Saturday, January twenty third, two thousand twenty one. I think our that is our wow, it's our fourth episode already of twenty twenty one. I think we're gonna have five in January, total of five, and. Uh, we're going to get right to it. We're going to start off with the NFL. The National Football League. National. Da, 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 da. Go ahead. <laughs> National Football League. Uh, they had our comp there. Had their, this week is the conference championships. The two best teams in each conference. Uh, now through two very rigorous rounds of playoffs. We got our final four teams. Uh, Kansas City. Just getting by Cleveland uh, with a backup quarterback, um, Patrick Mahomes. He is still playing this weekend. He got suffered a concussion in the game last week. Uh, not good to see that. It makes me think of another young player who got a concussion who still – there's another young player in another sport that got a concussion that – that is – anybody coming to mind? He thought – he made me think of Sidney Crosby today. Sidney Crosby got multiple concussions – um, but he's still a force in the NHL. He actually had the play of the week last week on SportsCenter. Nice. Um, nice. From, I think, January 11th. It's on for that week. Uh, so Kansas City's moving on. They're playing against the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Lamar Jackson, only their, their team only scoring three points. Uh, Green Bay Packers beating up on the LA Rams. They look so good. 32-18 winners. And then Tampa Bay beating uh, New Orleans and Drew Brees' possible final game in the NFL. So we got two, as you mentioned, two old, older quarterbacks in one a, in the NFC Championship. And then you got two younger quarterbacks, Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Any thoughts you have regarding the NFL, uh, the last weekend, the, uh, the games upcoming tomorrow, whatever you want to say? Do you know the number of games Tom Brady has faced off against Aaron Rodgers in their total career? How many times have they actually played against each other total? Oh, you're throwing it back on me. Um, I'm going to say they played nine games. This will be the – Oh, no. Can I change it? Yes, go ahead. You said – so I feel like <laughs> – I think – I, but I do want to change it. Uh, I'm going to say 14. This will be the, the 15th game. <laughs> This will be the fourth game what? that they have ever played against each other. Are you other kidding? And the first ever in the playoffs tomorrow. Well, that makes sense because they're both yeah. – because Rodgers have been in the NFC and Brady first time in the NFC. Fourth time, eh? I was thinking like division. I don't know. It's very surprising. So, yeah. So, I mean, two future Hall of Famers. And, of course, Tom Brady getting traded to the NFC. So, the likelihood was obviously greater. Um Tampa Bay has not been to a Super Bowl, I believe, since 2002. Uh, so you got Tom Brady tomorrow going against to get Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are 3.5 point. According to ESPN, they are three and a half point favorites at home. I believe that Tampa Bay has set won seven games in a row on the road. Who do you like in the game? I'm, I'm just going to. Who do go I ahead. like or who do I think is going to win? So those are two different. Yeah, okay, okay, go ahead. So and I'll answer the same. But um, who do, who do you want to win and who do you think will win? I think that. Green Bay is going to win. They're looking very good with Rodgers, and then they had Aaron Jones, uh, Lazard as well. A bunch of – they just look so good against the Rams. I want Green Bay to win, and I think they're going to win. But it would be a very compelling story if Tampa Bay won because they had the, the Super Bowl's in Tampa Bay. I don't know if that's ever happened before. 
So I can just, yeah, no team has ever played in a Super Bowl in its own home stadium. So that would ever. be a story. And, but they can't even, and I read, did you hear that they're going to be honoring all this health, all, a lot of healthcare Yep, 7,500 uh, healthcare's um, workers. Well, workers are going to be admitted to the game. I read that they are going to allow 22% capacity. So that equates to about 13,000 normally at that stadium. They would have up to 75,000 people. Uh, for a Super Bowl, normal capacity is 65,890, but they would normally allow 75,000. They're going to allow 13,000. So if Tampa Bay wins, they will be competing the first time that a team has ever played in a Super Bowl in its own home state. I think, I agree with you, I think Green Bay is going to win. They did get beat up pretty bad by Tampa Bay earlier this year. I do think Green Bay They played won. earlier, eh? Yeah, yeah. This year, though, yeah, that's right. Uh, so that was, that was the third time. I think I think Tampa Bay is going to lose. Uh, I think it'll be a close maybe at halftime. Then I think Green Bay pulls pulls away. So uh, yeah, um, so yeah, um, that's that game. What about on the other on the other side? Uh, I, uh, AFC you got Mahomes versus Allen. I think it's gonna be it'll be a back and forth. Lots of offense. I'm not sure what the weather forecast is. We can look into that. We have our our statistician Ringley, our dog, check into that. Uh, I'm definitely pulling for Buffalo. Yeah, and I think they got a good chance. If I was betting, I bet Kansas City pull it off maybe on the last play of the game. You know, tomorrow Mahomes. it is going to be a high of six degrees in Kansas City. That's where that game takes off six degrees. So about I don't know what is that 40, 43 Fahrenheit or something. Meanwhile, Green Bay tomorrow it is supposed to. I'm taking a look at it. It's supposed to snow in the morning, um, and it's supposed to be a high of minus one, so about thirty degrees. So it at the highest. So it'll be a cold one tomorrow. And, and I'm just looking at a headline. A headline from uh, Madison.com says there could be a weekend snowstorm. So that'll be interesting uh, to see. I love a game with some snow. So that'll be good. Uh, Tampa Bay, of course, uh, for the Super Bowl. We're not going to be seeing snow unless something crazy happens. Uh, I think that Kansas I think that Kansas City is going to pull it off. I want Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. I like Mahomes and uh, They've been they've been good. I'm not a big fan of the three other teams, but definitely either um, Kansas City or Buffalo. I don't want a team from the NFC. Let's switch gears now. Um, Joe Biden, 47. Oh, we are week 40, but Joe Biden is the 40. Oh, 42nd, I believe. Not the 42nd. Or the 46th. No. Either 46. Hmm. I think he is the 40. We'll take a look at that. I think he is the 40. 46th or 47th Maybe president. our American listeners can uh, can get us up to speed on I that. I think he's uh, the – I'm going to say he's the 47th. 46th or 47th, either that. Definitely not the 42nd, though. Joe Biden, the official president of the United States, and that inspired me to come up with all these all of the presidential medal medal honorees that Trump names. What did you get? 46. Yeah, Biden is number 46. Yeah. He's number 46. Week 46 will happen for us probably end of February, early March. Um, presidential medal honorees from Trump. Um, so according to whitehouse.gov, the presidential medal of freedom is the United States nation's highest civilian honor, which is awarded by the president to indiv individuals who have made especially, uh, meritorious contributions to the security or national interests of the United States to world peace or to cultural or other significant public or private endeavors. So, I got a bunch of names. I got all the names from sports. We got Babe Ruth, played for the Yankees, uh, third most home runs, played with the Boston Red Sox, Yankees, and the Boston Braves uh, from 1914 to 19, 
uh 39 i think yeah i got roger Staubach. you got bob Cousy, a six-time nba champ with the boston celtics in the 50s and 60s you got mariana rivera the all-time save leader played with the yankees from 1995 to 2013 mm -hmm. jerry west played in the 60s and 70s for the lakers winning one nba championship guess how many times jerry west went to the finals in his career he won one nba final 20. you think he went he played every 20 years he's been to 20 nba finals you think, that, Jerry West, you, played? Okay. you think Jerry West? You think Jerry West has right. been to twenty NBA Finals? LeBron's been to ten. West has been to twenty. Okay, bad guess. I wasn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, I take it back. Okay, okay, six. He went to nine. He won one out of nine. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to go on. <laughs> That's a lot of NBA Finals. Um, Tiger Woods. He was honored by President Trump, 15-time major champ, and tied for the most wins on the PGA Tour. More on Tiger, Tiger Woods who? later. Tiger who? Tiger Eldrick oh, Eldrick Taunt Woods. Oh, Tiger Woods. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other names: Lou Holtz, Jim Ryun, also Babe uh, Didrik uh, Sin Zaharia. She won two gold medals in track and field in the 1932 Olympics, and you also know she's like a nine or ten time LPGA major champ. Uh, also, Gary Player, who won the winner of the PGA of the uh, Golf Grand Slam. He's a PGA Tour winner all the way from the 50s to the 1970s. And we were talking about her yesterday, Annika Sorenstam. Winner of 94 tournaments worldwide, including 10 LB, LPGA Tour majors. We discussed Bill Belichick. He's not on the list because he decided not to be honored. So what do you think? Who are, are your favorite names out of the ones I named? Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite name? Some pretty notable athletes. Well, you got Tiger there. Oh, I, I didn't know you were a Tiger yeah, fan. No, I, I think the name. I like Annika Sorenstam. Uh, tons of LPGA victories. You just said 10-time major, major winner. Yeah. So I, I do. I like, uh, I respect her. Um, so that's good. And then you're, um, who was one you said, was there a track, track and field one? Babe Didrikson Zaharias. Very interesting. Uh, she, again, play, went to the Olympics and then, and then uh, she pl played professional golf. I uh, definitely want to read. I think she, there's a book about her. Uh, died from cancer, I think, at the in, in her mid 40s, but played all the way until the end of her life. Um, but, um, the names that stick out to me, Mariana Rivera, uh, all time saves leader in baseball. I remember watching him at the end of his career, Tiger Woods, of course. Um, and then, and then who was the other name I had, uh, babe did, did, Didrikson, uh, Zaharias, like just an incredible story. Uh, but one thing I want to include before we move on is who do you think is going to be any name? Here are the names. I think Joe Biden's going to honor in the next few years. Here are my predictions. I've got LeBron James, Phil Mickelson. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Shaquille O'Neal, and Lindsey Vaughn. Those are six names. We'll see if they will. Any names you think athletes in the next four years who Biden will – any names come into your head? Uh, Johnny Goudreau. <laughs> Cannot be serious. Johnny Goudreau for what? <laughs> As the best Calgary Flame uh... – Hockey player never to never to uh, to uh, never not to score fifty goals. I'm just joking around. Anybody else? Nobody uh, else come to mind. It's all good. We can move. Yeah, on. we can we can move. On. I can't. Okay. I can't think of Fair enough. I got six predictions. We'll follow that over the course of the next four years. It'll be interesting to see who Joe nominates as his Presidential Medal of Freedom honor uh, honorees. So very good. So let's move on to like uh, quite a bit here on MLB Major League Baseball. They're not going to be calling it spring training. They're going to be calling it George Springer um training because yes this year this past week the toronto blue jays gave a, a salary of 150 million dollars six years to outfielder george springer their largest um signing in major in, in, in toronto blue jays history um 
He's going to be batting leadoff. He's got great statistics. Um, they've, they've needed a leadoff hitter uh, for a long time, but they have a very good lineup. They need some starting pitcher. They also sat, signed uh, ex-San Diego Padre Kirby Yates, who led the major leagues in saves two years ago. Not Last year was a year uh, he had an injury surgery. I think only played in a, just a handful of games. But a, a big notable signing of this Yates. But George Springer, uh, if, he, if, he, if he comes with all of the uh, – um, uh, the, the portfolio suggests he's good, then, then the Blue Jays will definitely benefit from him. But I just want to mention some other names in the past um, that the Blue Jays have signed historically, names that a lot of our listeners remember, like Paul Molitor, Dave Winfield, Jack Morris, Dave Stewart, and of course, one of my favorites, Roberto Alomar. Uh, you have Joe Carter and Devon White back. Those were picks back in the 19, back in the December of 1990, and they were all... Um, uh, they were all central to the Blue Jays' uh, winnings thereafter. Uh, but no one has come close to the $150 million that Springer will will, will be paid. Uh, they did sign last year Hyun Jin Ryu uh, for $80 million. But uh, let's let's see what George Springer do. Hopefully, he's uh, it's great that he's committed to a Canadian team. And uh, he could have gone home to New York and played close to home. But he chose to uh, play in Toronto. We don't know where they're even going to be playing their home games. But... Uh, what do you think of the Springer trade, Jacob? Or uh, signing, not a trade. Yeah, I, I was very excited to see that because I know it was between, I think, the Blue Jays and the Mets. Yeah. So I was excited about that. But the one thing that is kind of interesting is that Michael Brantley, a teammate of Springer, is apparently like one of his best friends. Um, It was reported that he was coming to the Blue Jays. And I was like really excited. I was like, wow, because this guy, Brantley, he's batted close to 300 in like the past four years. He'd be good for the Blue Jays. So he was reported that he was going to the Blue Jays, and then it was like an hour later, it was like, uh, that's not actually true, and he ends up re-signing with the Houston Astros. I was disappointed for that with that. But uh, I like George Springer. I think he definitely adds to the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays could be really good this year. Um, but the team that I – they still have to watch out for the Yankees, like usual. And the Dodgers are still going to be good, and the San Diego Padres, those are other yeah. teams. that They are all looking to win the World Series this year. So I don't know the Blue Jays there, but they are good. They could be in the hunt for the wild card spot, uh, or maybe they'll they'll dethrone the Yankees at the top of the AL East. This past week, Major League Baseball unfortunately lost two of its uh, uh, past uh, two of its uh, Hall of Famers earlier in the week. Longtime Atlanta broadcaster, and I remember him as being a Los Angeles Dodger. Don Sutton passed away, seventy-five years old, uh, died unfortunately due to cancer. Um, four-time All-Star, and the interesting thing about I read about Don Sutton is that he never missed a turn in the rotation in 756 big league starts. So he never missed missed a start. Anyway, guys miss all the time: their extra rest, maintenance, injuries. Never missed one. And 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 in his 23-year career, Don Sutton uh, was never on the injury list. So I mean, a big, big wow. lots of wins versus losses, and lots of strikeouts. Uh, he'll long. He'll be a long term, a long time remembered. Uh, he played for several teams, but for me, it was Los Angeles Dodgers. I believe that he played at the same time as Sandy Koufax, but also he still was with him. Maybe when um, Fernando Valenzuela was a pitcher for the Dodgers, and it was noted yesterday that Henry, Louis, Hank, Aaron uh, passed away, 86 years old, Hall of Famer, of course. Many of our listeners, Major League Baseball, most people in baseball have heard of. Um, um, uh, Hank Aaron, 755 career homers, played most of his, I think all of his career with Milwaukee uh, and the Atlanta Braves when Milwaukee then, you know, moved from Atlanta, but he played from 1954 to 1976. 
leads Major League Baseball in total RBIs, 2,297 total bases, 6,856, and extra base hits, 1,477. And he was third in hits and third in games played. So, I mean, his numbers go up, up, He up, should up. be – he should – okay, so he should be – he's second. I just, I just want to say it was Barry Bonds who in 2007 did pass him. Shouldn't um, count. Uh, well, that's another, that's another program to go. But seven hundred. I say this over and over again, but I want to say it again. Barry Bonds took steroids. The amount of games played where he took the steroids, he sh- it should not count. Same thing with A-Rod. Hank Aaron should be the number one overall home run leader in baseball history. I, I'm not sure if I agree with you. You don't agree? I don't, I'm not, I'd have to think about it. We hey, don't know. well, you're entitled to your We don't know what Major League Baseball players may or may not have done before the steroid era. Do you think what? Hank Aaron was doing steroids? I'm not suggesting he was. I don't know. I'm not saying he was. I'm not, probably not, but... Nonetheless, if you take total numbers, it doesn't matter. Um, and the, the interesting thing about here, uh, the statistic that jumps out at me, Hank Aaron, um, 25, he's been, he went to, he was uh, in 25 All-Star games. I mean, every year he went and um, he'll be remembered. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, especially when he ba- broke the uh, Major League Baseball home run from Babe Ruth. Uh, that was a memorable moment. And you, everybody's seen those highs where he's running around third and there's two fans that come from nowhere and start patting him on the back. Yeah, and, uh, I can picture that. And uh, yeah. yeah, memorable moments. So Major League Baseball has lost two big fans. I should mention, Jacob, you remind me, who else passed away just this morning? Larry King. Uh, Larry King, a longtime Los Angeles Dodger fan. Um, so And we met him. We met him about uh, eight and a half years ago. Um, in the summer of 2012, we met him in this uh, – this restaurant called Nate and Al's, and I remember Rodeo, I really, I Rodeo he, Drive, Los Angeles. I thought Angeles. he was really tall. I maybe it's because he was an older guy at the time. He was probably like late seventies, but I thought he was really tall. I was small. I probably I've grown a foot since then. Um, but I remember him being like really tall. But I don't think he was like super tall. Um, can we yep, let's, let's change yep. gears to back? We're gonna talk about the NBA because it was the first week of the Big Three in Brooklyn um, as. But the thing that overshadowed that whole thing is that Cleveland has beat Cleveland beat the big three in their the first matchup. Being... Kevin Durant, um, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden. They beat them in their first game. Uh, it was Colin Sexton who scored, I think, like he 42 scored like 42 and like 12 points in overtime to give Cleveland the win. And then yesterday. Without Kevin Durant, Cleveland winning again. So Brooklyn is 0-1 with their new big three. The thing, though, at the end of the day, at the end of the season, will anybody be able to beat those three guys in a seven-game series? I think it'll be very tricky. I think I think right now, a month into the NBA season, your conference finals will be LA Lakers, LA Clippers, Brooklyn Nets, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be for very Incredible teams in the NBA. Um, I was looking. You don't think so? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think. I'm not sure they can win a seven game series. How are those guys going to play every second night? Play forty minutes. They've got no bench. They've got no depth. And can these guys go and play with their history of injuries and they're they're off the off the court? Front? No, they're never. They, they're not. There's going to be too much hoo ha going on. Meanwhile, and, uh, and they'll they won't even get to the conference finals. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Kevin Durant, of course, did not play yesterday. Um, the Lakers, they are on fire. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks uh, this week in a premier matchup. LeBron James getting the best of Giannis on Uh The Utah Jazz, they're on fire. They won seven straight. 
Meanwhile, um, this I, I think uh, Denver got the win last night, and so did Dallas. They both sit at eight and seven, just inside the playoff. Just inside the playoffs, of course, there is that uh, play-in game. So if even if you're a tenth seed, you uh, you could perhaps go to the playoffs. That'll be so interesting at the end of the year. Uh, Miami, they are what? Are they like they're like six and eight, seven and eight, or yeah, six and eight. They're below five hundred. They have dad. I know you'd say they're injured. There are a lot of injuries, they but do. it's just surprising. You know, you expect Miami to be a top team in the Between Eastern Conference. They might not even make the playoffs. And COVID teams are having to sit out some of their star Memphis, players. And it's, uh, this I mean, week, Memphis is out for, for they've got four, four games canceled. Um, what were you going to say? I was just going to say the, the Raptors are so happy that they, they won the, the second game against Miami. They lost two days ago or three days ago, and then they played much better defensively um, two days thereafter and beat them yesterday quite handily. But uh, Miami's banged up, so they now they're the same starting players. They're missing two, although the Raptors were missing Kyle Lowry. So meanwhile, this week Steph Curry is on track. Uh, he's to tie Reggie Miller for second on the all-time three-point list. He is. Do you have that written down as well? Oh, you didn't have that written down. Uh, he is just three threes away um, to reach two thousand five hundred sixty threes. Meanwhile, on that list, I took a look at that list. James Harden, he is fifth right now. J.R. Smith, LeBron James, and J.J. Redick, 13th, 14th, and 15th. You got Dame Lillard at 17th. Klay Thompson, where would he be at if he was not injured? He's currently at 19th. Kyle Lowry, number 22 all-time. Wesley Matthews, 25. I'm talking about active players, by the way. Uh, Paul George at number 26. You got KD at 28. And you got, I think, Eric Gordon at number 30. We'll take a look at this at the end of the NBA season to revisit it. But listen to this. Seth Curry is second all time in NBA three point percentage. Seth Curry, not Steph Curry. Uh, this year he is shooting fifty nine point five percent. Steph Curry all time. Oh yeah, Steph Curry all time is seventh. You know who's number one all time? I want to say one um, names come to mind: John, John Stockton, Ray Allen. The answer uh, is. Don't tell me. Don't let me come back. Tell me think about that. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, Curry. Steph Curry's coach, is number one. Played for the uh, Chicago Bulls. Bulls and the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Steph Curry, though, is the all-time free throw percentage leader at 90.7. But listen to this. This year, J.J. Redick has taken 25 free throws. He hasn't missed a single one. He's shooting 100% from the line. Damian Lillard is good for second. He's 36 of 37 for 97.3%. Seth Curry has missed six out of the 93 free throws. I like those are interesting stats. I like those free throw stats. Uh, I don't think J.J. Reddick's getting a whole lot of playing time from the, the Pelicans. Uh, yes, he's on the Pelicans. Sorry. I was going to say he's on the Philadelphia 76ers. That guy's been on so many teams. Should I give a little bit of did you knows out? I think we got that. Again, to all our listeners, you're listening to In the House Sports with J&J. It is a beautiful sunny day in Calgary. So welcome it's again. Episode. cold. I wouldn't say it's a beautiful Episode sun. number 40. So I've got something here. Uh, uh, hut, hut history. We got Sarah Thomas, the first female. She's going to be officiating as the first female in the Super Bowl. She is a down judge. So congrats to Sarah. We'll be watching her, and hopefully she's making all the right calls. So uh, good for the NFL. And uh, – uh, just like the NBA, we'll I hope to see more and more female referees. That's that's great. Uh, we've talked about uh, the Houston last week. Houston, the city of Houston, losing James Harden. Now they've lost George Springer. Who else is Houston going to lose? Well, we'll see. We can uh, let's see. They don't have a hockey team, so uh, their baseball team seems. Anybody else leaving Houston for the basketball team? Uh, well, stay tuned. So we've got that. Um, 
Now, um, I just wanted this little readout, but this past week, in case you missed it, Matt Canada Wrigley is the Pittsburgh's new Pittsburgh Steelers new offensive new offensive coordinator. Uh, so Canada will be calling plays for Canada's Chase Claypool. So uh, there may be a little of, uh, a little bit of confusion with the yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers next week having Canada lead Mr. Canada's Claypool. And I thought this was pretty cool. So a shout out to the Buffalo Bills Mafia. They call them the Mafia. Those are the big crazy fans of Buffalo Bills. Um, and they did this past week donate, um, and they've done this in the past to opposing uh, teams. And I think they did this for um, Andy Dalton of the uh, Cincinnati Bengals a few years ago. But uh, when um, when Jackson, when Lamar Jackson was injured during their game last week, left with a concussion, uh, this led to the the mafia donating uh, money to a charity called Blessings in a Backpack. That's a charity that Lamar started up a few years ago, and it is a charity. That is where um, it was created to ensure that children um, in under that don't have a lot of uh, uh, don't have a, a lot of food don't go home on the weekend hungry. So they pull, they provide food um, for 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 youngsters to. Uh, so what what a great charity of Lamar Jackson's and for the Buffalo Bills to step up and pay. This is already goes back to this past Monday, but as of Monday night, that's already five days ago. Donations had already uh, reached over four hundred thousand. From over 15,000 Buffalo Bill fans, so I wow. think that's uh, I mean, it's so amazing how social media can spread. But what for a great cause and such a large amount, and they they've done this before. And uh, shout out to the Buffalo Bill fans. So that's a that's a reason to get behind Buffalo right there and then. That is incredible. Um, that's that's pretty yeah, cool that's, the way they did that. I wonder uh, if Buffalo. Will be, I think I think I wonder most, if Buffalo is going to be donating to uh, Kansas City when they beat them tomorrow. Just, I think I think most. Joking. I think most people were donating. Eight dollars, uh, eight dollars, because Lamar Jackson's number is eight, and that number just piled up. Or so. will they be paying fifteen dollars to Patrick Mahomes' charity if they win tomorrow? We'll see. Listen to this other stat. We've been talking a lot about stats, but listen to this stat from golf. According to the PGA Tour app, Phil Mickelson has played two thousand two hundred one rounds on the PGA Tour, and yesterday, what do you think was the what? What, what do you think he did for the first time ever? I I think he missed the cup. That's obviously not the answer. No, he's um, missed a cup before. <laughs> what did he do during his round? No, what do you think happened? Something about his round was the first time in over 2,200 rounds wow. that something happened with Phil. What a great question Phil. that is. Uh, shot, you know, what did he shoot over 80? Um, shot over 85? That's my guess. Shot over no. Phil Mickelson parred every single hole. All 18 holes, par, 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 times six. Because I said it three times. 18 pars he made. Uh, that never happens. You know, you see the guys on the POI. When I was a standard bearer, so we basically, in the Shaw Charity Classic, you hold the sign and you change the scores. You're always changing it. Imagine leaving one ble- the same score, not changing it once, the whole round. <laughs> um, so we parred every single hole. I think he made quite a few like par saves, but that's pretty Very rare. Simple. That those is so great. rare. They're super cool stats. But, the, but so. the thing that, the thing that, that strikes me the most is that Mickelson has played that many rounds. That's like he's played around every day for over six years straight. That's how, what it. That's what it uh, comes down. To. Let's see. Actually, I did the math wrong. Yeah, just just over just over six point zero two days. Uh, six point zero three days. I don't even know. Not sorry. Six point zero three years straight of playing golf. Like he's played that much golf. On the PGA Tour, he's probably played thousands of rounds, not including, but 
What a round for Phil. Meanwhile, on the European Tour this week, Rory McIlroy looks to win his um, win for the first time since the end of 2019 uh, when he won at the WGC HSBC Championship. Um, McIlroy has done very well in years past at his first event of the year. He's playing again on the European Tour, making his debut alongside um, Tyrrell Haddon, who is in second, and other and Englishman uh, Tommy Fleetwood. All three of them could be on the uh, Ryder Cup team. This They will be on the Ryder Cup team. That taking place later in the year. Um, what else we got here? We're just closing up our show. I just want to say that, uh, wow, the Dallas Stars won yesterday. Seven to nothing. Their first NHL game of the season. They've had lots of COVID going through their 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 team. And they finally got on the ice yesterday and dominated the National Predators by a converted touchdown. So uh, good game for Dallas. They're back. Um, Calgary Flames will play tomorrow. They've had six days off at the beginning of the season. I don't know why the schedule had them six days off, but they did nonetheless. Your man, Tiger Woods, his fifth back surgery. Some nerve impingement is back. So he that had some makes surgery. Me nervous. Hoping to be back for the April 8th Masters. Uh, Will he be back? Missing to Tory uh, Pines. That's the that, question. His tournament, the Riviera. Is that his tournament that he's The Genesis. Um, at Riviera? At Riviera Country Club. He sponsors that. The question is, will Tiger Woods be back? Yes or no for the Masters? Yeah, that that's a, that's a, we don't know the extent of his surgery, but I'll go with yes. I think he'll be back as well. I'm ner I'm nervous though because you know another back surgery. That's five now. Plus all of his knee surgeries. The guy's bionic, and uh, good luck to him surgery. We got lots of football tomorrow. Go Buffalo. Go Cheers Kansas for the Bills. City. Should be a great game. Gosh, another Brady in the playoffs. Could it be? Um, another, Bra it, another Brady in the playoffs. You know, Brady playing in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, the Super Bowl yeah, again. Yeah. Enjoy. Have a good day, good weekend. We'll see you next week.